This is Lori Koppelman. Thank you for joining us for the Clutter Chronicles podcast, One Woman's Journey Through Stuff. This is a serial podcast about a recovering hoarder named Mary, who lets me ask her anything I want about her struggle. She is honest and brave every single conversation. Mary is sharing her story in the hope that it will help others, so please help us get the word out. As we all know, nothing beats a personal recommendation. You can also support our efforts by becoming a patron of the show on a website called patreon.com. Once there, search for Clutter Chronicles and you can see the levels of support that you can choose from. I am so, so grateful to our patrons. And if you're a new listener, I encourage you to start at the beginning to hear the whole story. We'll be right here when you get caught up. Last time we talked, we discussed why Mary does not want to have anyone work with her in her home. In today's conversation, Mary shares that she does take advantage of other helping resources, such as Learn, Do, Become, and how that has significantly decreased her anxiety. are chatting again and it's been a long time as which is our habit now because we've been talking for a while we've done a lot of episodes and now now we need time to breathe in between sessions mm-hmm. to give you a chance to continue making progress and so here we are on the brink of Thanksgiving and it's dark <laughs> And my kitties are downstairs trying to claw their way up, up <laughs> upstairs, so hopefully we won't hear kitty background stuff. I have a couple things that I want to bring up, um, and then we'll launch into whatever has been going on with you. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't remember if we talked about this on the show or not. I know you know this, but a woman reached out and told us that we had made her top 10 hoarding resources. Mm-hmm. Um, a woman named Angela Brown, who has a YouTube channel with loads. I can't believe how many shows she does and how many followers she has. And she's a cleaner and she helps professional cleaners. And then she does other things. And she had pulled together a list of her top 10 hoarding resources. And our show made one of her top 10. Which is amazing. Which I thought was so cool. And I I still don't even actually know how she found out about it. Um, But she was so pro. And she sent us, and I have yours here, a seal of recommendation (laughs) from the Savvy Cleaner that uh, this certificate certificate is proudly presented to, well, she has my name because she knew who I was, Mm -hmm. Lori Koppelman, Clutter Chronicles Podcast. But here's yours, Mary. You are Mary the Inspirer. (laughs) That's awesome. Since she didn't have your last name, and I haven't given it to you because this came... I think after we recorded. Right. I'm not entirely sure what I, if I forgot That's to give adorable. it to you or if it came after we've seen each other. But right. anyway, I here present to you your certificate from the Savvy Cleaner that she sent you. So Angela Brown, if you're listening, and she was a big fan of the show, so maybe she still is. Mm, um, that's awesome. It's very cool that you took the time. I mean, who does this? Yeah. Sends a, a, like right. a certificate. Um, so she's a very generous person. 
And the shows that I've listened to or watched, I guess, on YouTube uh, have been really good. So I haven't done a ton because I'm not, that's not, I'm not a cleaner person. Um, I'm a messer. (laughs) (laughs) I, but as I've looked at her stuff, I've thought, ooh, I should come back to that. Like how to make your own cleaning supplies and some of that stuff. So it's not just for professionals, but um, I can't say I've watched a lot. But anyway... That is so. Here's your that is so cool. It makes it worthwhile, right there. Isn't that neat? Yeah. And then she had me on her show in July, just to talk about hope for hoarding, hope for hoarders. So um, she has reached out two separate times to oh, wow. um, give us publicity, which yeah. is super cool. That is wow. Yeah, pretty amazing. I keep saying the same word. I think maybe awesome, amazing, same thing. And then. We were written about, I don't even remember when this was, but before uh, the Savvy Cleaner, we were written about in a blog post, um, if you remember that, um, Living Proof, Advocacy, it's storytelling of, of people who change, and there was a blog post written about you and our show, and then he did a book including us oh. in it. I don't think I knew that. Yes, you did. Oh. Because he wanted permission. Oh. <laughs> and he sent a screenshot of the page, mm-hmm. and right above it mm-hmm. was the story of someone that you super, super, super admired who was doing water advocacy for people. Oh, 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 yeah. Um, uh, it's called, um, uh, I, I'm, I'm blanking on it, but it's like the coolest. Why can't I think of the name? Well, if you think of it, we'll bring it up, and I mean, you can bring it up, and if and we'll get to it. We charity can, water. Charity water. So his story oh, was that's right, right before. You're right. I think I was just blown away by that. Yeah, our to be story connected with that. Um, and he sent a book to each oh, of us. Oh, kidding! So here I oh. present to you. Oh wow! The Living Proof: Telling Your Story to Make a Difference, Third Edition, by. John Capecci and Timothy Cage. So, there you go. Wasn't that so thoughtful? That is very thoughtful. I know. I, I, I'm speechless. Actually, that I was even like included in a, in any of this stuff. That's awesome. One more. Oh gosh. One more. (laughs) Unbelievable. But you know about this because. Last one of the last times we talked, I got to try to find this now. Uh, I didn't cue that up, but one of the last times we talked, I had given you um, feedback that we had gotten from someone and said, mm. "What's your reaction?" Mm-hmm. And then I thought later, "Gosh, I don't love to get put on the spot like that. Um, I maybe shouldn't have done that." I mean, you did fine. It wasn't like you didn't do fine, <laughs> but I thought. That's not super cool. So the next time I want to drop a question to you from a listener, because it was a listener question, I should give you a little bit of a chance to think about it. Mm -hmm. And so I sent that to you. Yes. And I thought I would use that um, to get us going here and uh, give give our listeners an idea of some of the questions that we get, and um, then you can answer the question. Except if I can't find the question now, that's going to be um, <laughs> super duper uh, awkward. I might have it in the text. Want me to grab it? <laughs> <laughs> well, 
or I can just, um, yeah, I guess you can try to find it and I can try to find it. <laughs> this, is, this is live. <laughs> uh, let's see here. They, um, Patreon, it came through Patreon and I'm not normally, I'm not used to getting any kind of feedback on, on Patreon. People will become a patron and then if they comment, they're usually commenting on Facebook or maybe an iTunes review. But I was posting our last show and sure enough, here is a comment. It's like, oh my gosh, I never come to check here for comments. How did I, how did I miss that? And so, um. But Patreon has redone their site since oh, I had been here, so okay. I'm. That's why I'm having problems here finding where this thing is. Did you find the text? I did. Okay, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> so she gave wonderful feedback, which is always so inspiring. Um, I think mm-hmm. to both of us when people say how much, how much they like the show and how grateful they are, and so there's there's a bunch of that. And I'm not going to read all of that. Um. But the question that she wanted to ask was, because we had talked about anxiety in one of our latest episodes, was how are you able to deal with all the anxiety while actively purging things? Mm -hmm. And she said, I have almost zero tolerance for that anxiety and always back away from the task or the decision. And then she finally says, I see a good therapist, but at some point I need to just push through. I haven't figured out how to cope in the moment yeah so i know i want to get us caught up on where you've been since Mm -hmm. we've met but i just thought it'd be kind of fun and different to to start off in in this way with some of the stuff that's been going on sure with with people who care about our our show (laughs) so it's awesome so how do you respond to that um so i wrote it down because i am very add and i hear but then i don't remember so um what she was asking is, with all the anxiety, how do you push through and continue to purge? In the moment. In the moment. Well, it, it's actually something that um, we discussed the last few recordings, was that that's what I'm trying to... Um, um, like, if I were to have someone come and help me, mm-hmm. it would push through the anxiety with help. That's fine. But that's been my challenge to myself is to figure out a way through it. And it's interesting. Um, I've been looking out. I've been looking for resources to help me. And I came across one. And I actually remember the name, which is pretty incredible. It's called Learn, Do, Become. Mm-hmm. And their purpose is to help people get their paper organized mostly but their whole house organized at least what the first lesson I learned from them was creating like a command center but their strategy is to look at everything as a project and um, take those projects and um, break them down into small steps and then those steps become a project mm-hmm. so A good example would be someone who has a lot of books and wants to store books and doesn't have a a bookshelf or they don't have a place to store it. It's, uh, you know, step one, how do you want to store them? I mean, maybe they've dwindled out. Maybe step one is get get rid of half of them. I don't know. But Mm -hmm. let's say you're at a point where you've gotten to a point where you want to keep this particular volume of books. What are the steps? And it seems really kind of silly 
because we go through those in our head. But their, their uh, strategy is to get it out of your head. And their other strategy is to say that we can only handle seven projects in our lives at a time. Hmm. And they break them into three groups. There's the, the yourself, personal. There's your family. And then there's outside of family. And so within those three groups, there's two or three projects, you know, it, and that's it. That's all we can handle. But in our head, we might have hundreds of projects. And what's kind of um, been amazing for me is just to have that visual has helped me push through these anxieties. And the point is that anything could be overwhelming to anyone. We all share that. I'm not the only one who has it just because I'm a hoarder. Mm -hmm. Um, It's more obvious (laughs) because I have more to do, more looming projects. But what's interesting is if you can kind of think in terms of groups of projects. So one project could be the bedroom. And then what are the steps in that bedroom to clear it out? And when I tapped into that group... It really kind of helped me minimize this anxiety and put it in perspective. And it helped me really see how much I'm expecting to have happen all at once, which can't happen. Mm-hmm. And what their strategy is, is since you can only have up to seven projects going on, depending upon whatever area of your life, um, if, if you need something else, you swap the projects. So you take the project that you're not working on, you put that on the back burner and you bring up something else. Or you have to finish that project before you can bring another one in. Mm-hmm. And I've been applying that um, inside my arena of anxiety and not seeking help. So it's seeking help, but it's, um, it's giving myself the tools of how to work within the anxiety. And I, I would say that the, the strategy is basically breaking it down into little pieces and looking at it as um, we can do little tasks. We're always looking at it in the big picture. And I think for years when I was working with the enormous amount of stuff I had, I always, I, used, I think I might, might have even talked about it on this, I would always think in groups of five-hour increments. Mm-hmm. That's pretty big. Mm-hmm. And as my life has gotten more I'd say, um, more normal per se, more like a regular life and less focused on hoarding. I don't have those five hour increments anymore. So now I have to tuck it in, um, context, contextually, which Mm -hmm. I can't say the word. And so their strategy is you make the list of projects and then you make the list of steps and then you also can time it. You can give yourself an idea of how long would it take you to do and you can actually assign it to this is a 10 minute task or this is a three minute task or this is an hour task and then you plug that in to contextually where you are is it something mm. you could do in the car when you're waiting for someone mm-hmm. is it someone something you can do you know while you're walking out the door you know bring out the trash or whatever and it's kind of It's kind of been kind of the game changer for me. Hmm. I definitely want to dig into that a little more. Um, So 
You are making this list and you're assigning tasks and times when you're not anxious. Right. I'm guessing. Yes. And then when you're anxious, you could look at the list and it would either calm you Mm -hmm. or guide you Mm -hmm. or something like that. Is that what you're saying? So give... Do you have an example of when you were anxious and when you grabbed this list and how that worked for you? Well, it's funny because um, I get ahead of, you know, cart before the horse all the time. And I had been trying to conjure this this process on my own. And when I found these guys, I'm like, they figured it out. I don't know if I'd ever would have gotten to what they figured out. Mm -hmm. And... It excited me so much that one of the first things they suggest is you make a command center, <laughs> which I love that name. Mm-hmm. And um, they have suggestions on that, and that could go on forever. But in in essence, it's it's a one place where you go that things are um, uh, like you always anything that's coming in goes in a particular spot. And then things that need to be at read, read and review is another spot. And so what I've been doing is I've been creating the command center so that the whole house is going to flow through this command center. And what I mean by that is mostly the papers mm-hmm. and the crap I have to go through, but also the projects, the bigger projects. And it's kind of, I'm, I, I need a beginning, a middle, and an end. And the command center allows you to do that. Because it is the beginning. It's where you, 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 when you're not in anxiety, or at least it squelches it because you're in control of it, mm-hmm. you, you look at it and you're able to consciously decide what is most important at this time. You reevaluate your priorities. But, you know, sometimes what my projects are is whatever's in my face. Mm-hmm. And I have leftover stuff from before I discovered these guys that it's still waiting to go, that we're still full of anxiety. And by having this kind of beginning, middle, and end, I know how to get rid of it. And I finally got rid of, like, the tail end of that stuff last week. Hmm. Um, I think I discovered Learn to Become in July, maybe August. So it's pretty new for me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I'm still, it's funny because um, I, I'm, how do I, I'm still trying to chisel out where I want my office. And I have moved my office three times <laughs> in the house because mm-hmm. I've got a job now where I'm working from home and I need to sit at a desk. And what's amazing about that is because of my sudden um shift in priorities that I need a desk and I need to be functioning the stuff is leaving because of that because I have it's it's kind of it's kind of easier to to decide when you're not I don't know how to explain it but you're not focused on the stuff you're focused on the project and what is this stuff doing to help you so I would say I haven't been able to take all their courses because when I learned about them was when I got this job um so I haven't applied it to its fullest, mm-hmm. and it's already helped me. Mm-hmm. My wheels are spinning, so sorry <laughs> for the pause. I'm trying to figure out if you answered the question. No, I probably don't think not. you did. Um, so have you ad- have you looked at a lit like 
in the moment of anxiety, can you give us an yes. example of... Okay. Of... So an example is... Um, so I'll tell you what my projects are. Yeah, okay. So work can be a project. Sure. So I have my work. That's one. My dad is two. Bills are three. Um, church and anything related with church is four. Um, junk mail is five. And the other two kind of have been non-committal. So right now I can only handle these five. Mm-hmm. And what, what, if I were doing their routine, something would come in the mail that's for my dad, and I'd put it in the inbox. And twice a week, I would go through my inbox, and I would either decide what action needs to be done, or if I can throw it out, or if I can take care of that moment, take care of it. So if there's an action, then you assign it with a... Um, in, in in the grouping of how long would it take? Like if I have to make a call or like set an appointment for my dad. I haven't been able to do the, that kind of stuff yet. I've just learned about it. Mm-hmm. But what I have done is I've been able to categorize these um, these projects and realize I'm already full. That's nothing. I have a whole house to get rid of, and I'm barely managing this group. It's not even a project. One project could be I want to paint the house. I mean, it doesn't have to be this kind of junk that I'm doing. So I still have two or three areas that could be filled as a project, but I have been trying to um, catch up to this new world that I'm in where I have a routine now, and I have to sit at um, a desk, and I have to produce minutes for meetings. Um, so I'm kind of scrambling. Mm-hmm. So I haven't fully a- applied it, but I've used pieces of it. And so let's say um, I'm running out the door and I know I have all these things to do for dad. It's in this bin. I know what that bin is and I have my priority list right in front of it. Mm-hmm. But if I were to do their uh, way I would have that in kind of a binder or even they use like something online I'm not an online person I need it to be paper mm-hmm. and so I recently purchased a calendar that's specifically to do with these projects only it's not for social events it's for me to just keep track mm-hmm. of how many hours I've, I've I have to keep track of my hours since I work from home but I also want to keep track of how I'm using my time mm-hmm and what's interesting about that is that is like the launch pad for getting these things done. So my next plan is to have um, understand how they assign these times because let's say they have this. So they have like your routine activities, let's say empty the dishwasher, um, do the laundry, and how much time does that take? And so you plug those in at the, as um, family tasks and how much time it takes so I haven't come at it from that point where hey I come home and I have 10 minutes from this list what could I knock off that's what I'm trying to get to right so when you've been anxious Mm -hmm. have you said I'm grabbing this list anyway Mm -hmm. I'm seeing what I can do anyway in this moment right 
I would say that my anxiousness has actually um, lessened altogether because I can visualize that these are now projects. Okay, so the anxiety is just flat out getting less. Yes. You're not muscling through anxiety right. in the moment as much right. because you have found a strategy that's helping to get rid of the kind anxiety. Kind of squelch it. Mm-hmm. And, and what's interesting is I can look at it as it's coming in, what what project does that fall under? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And is that worth it? Toss it before it even gets into the bin. How can you avoid more projects coming at you? And... What's also interesting is then I have to make choices. Do I want to be stuck with these five projects forever? I mean, maybe I can add two more, but right now I can't even handle these five. Mm-hmm. Um, mainly because it's new. Mm-hmm. But it's giving me kind of a reality check of what I expect from myself. And with my newfound ability to throw things out, that's really helped. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so... Um, it's kind of like like if 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 the wind was coming in your house and blo- knocking everything over you'd shut the window. And that's kind of what I feel like I'm doing. So I'm combating the anxiety from two sides. I'm combating it from calming down, emptying out my head. Mhm. Which is I'd say 90% of the anxiety. Mhm. And then Controlling what is coming at me and just not letting it come at, I mean, doing what I can to avoid it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's making sense. Um, I was thinking when you were listing your five, mm-hmm. um, I'm just curious for your reaction. Bills is one and mm-hmm. junk mail is one. Mm-hmm. Um, and that struck me as, huh, why wouldn't mail be one? But you've separated them into two separate projects. Is it because you get so much junk mail or junk mail is stressful in a different way? Like, help me understand how junk mail is a separate... Well, junk mail to me is anything that I don't need to pay. Mm-hmm. So it could actually be events, you know? Okay. I have something... The rest com- of your right, mail, right, essentially. Yeah, anything that's not not uh, uh, important, I guess. Or a due date. No, no due date and no biggie if I miss it. I do still have this, and this is my next my next project, is to get rid of that project. And my biggest thing is wanting to read this crap. And I would take a huge leap if I could just pick it up from one table and throw it in the trash. And it's periodicals, it's you know news of the community, it's things from the church... It's things my dad gets. Right. And it all, to me, I mean, if there was a fire, it wouldn't be the thing I grab, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so right now, with this new effort, you've got a a spot for it, and Mm -hmm. you're picking a couple of times a week to look at it. Right. Um, And then when you look at it, is it easy? Because you've categorized it and set a time for it right it's it's easier because again i'm coming at this anxiety of it's okay to throw out it's also time is precious precious and i can't read everything and live mm-hmm. <laughs> it i think one pattern if you've ever figured it out as a hoarder is unlimited <laughs> 
there's no limits to what a hoarder will bring in. Mm-hmm. And that mentality could also be grandiose as I can read all this. Mm-hmm. I can get to all that. I will do that someday. Ugh. Oh, and, you know, back when I had that resale store and we were closing it up, I had a real epiphany, and it unfortunately lasted for just about a week, where I knew I couldn't do all these projects I wanted to do. And those were true projects. I wanted to learn how to paint furniture. I wanted to know how to, you know, um, create lamps out of pieces. I always wanted to do that, just create odd little lamps. Um, I had all these ideas, and I realized I wanted to make jewelry. I I mean, all these creative things. And I realized... It's not going to happen at this point in my life. Mm-hmm. And so therefore it gave me the freedom to give those kind of things away. Mm-hmm. And what I would like is to balance these projects where one of them is create. Life-giving. Right. Mm-hmm. Something that will sustain me. Because if it's all this kind of crap, mm-hmm. it won't happen. Right now I'm, I'm kind of invigorated by the newness of it and the new way of approach. And... What I would say is, for whatever I have in these five bins that represent that, I have, you know, um, archive files (laughs) that Mm -hmm. represent those categories. And I think what you really need is is kind of a ground zero starting point for everything. So you can have like a context or reference of where you are. And I would say people who don't have my tendency to want to take everything on already have that. Mm-hmm. But I have to rebuild it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what I'm building is is just um, the logic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's logic. Yeah, the structure, the scaffolding, right? <laughs> yes. Um, process, yes. <laughs> well, it sounds like um, you found something that has really made a big difference Mm -hmm. if you can say it's squelching anxiety and one of the last shows we did was on how you were living anxiety yeah that's a big step forward right i'm really glad to hear you've you've gotten that and we will i will track down um how to share that resource with people um they're a neat couple that that teach it learn do become Mm -hmm. and that's online it's online and they do have things that are free resources or you can sign up to do some classes which i've done both okay yeah yeah you found some really good resources Mm -hmm. so when we we talked about not accepting help you are accepting help yeah it's just not the person beside you saying right here, can I take this out to the trash? Can I load your car? Do you want this? Do you want that? Right. So it's not as if you are not accepting help. You are finding it in ways that um, aid you and not be the the crutch that can go away and then where right. are you? I, I, I'm afraid that if I had someone who do that, it will it'll go forever. Because right. I I do know that I need to change my brain and my thoughts. Or us, it won't. It won't um, last. Right. Well, we have already talked over a half hour. Wow. I. I <laughs> How do I do that? <laughs> that? That happens when we've when it's been a while since we've yep. talked. So I didn't even ask you. Um, you know, how's it going? Except, mm-hmm. of course, we got there a right. little bit with this. But are there other things that we can update on? Um, oh yeah, probably okay. another recording or something. All right, so let's say goodbye for okay. now. Yes, and we'll be back. All right, thank you. Thank you. 
ends today's chronicle. Please look for show notes that will include all the things we mentioned on this episode. We had a lot today. I know nothing about Learn Do Become, but if Mary's experiencing success with their concepts, it seems worth checking out. Thanks so much to my brother Michael Koppelman for sharing his gorgeous music. And thanks to you, our listeners who are cheering Mary on. We love hearing from you, whether it's on Facebook or by writing a review of our show. Stay tuned to find out what happens next on Clutter Chronicles. <laughs>